Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to episode one of my all new Dead Silence podcast. Today we will be exploring the age old mystery of the devil's footprints. We will go through the incident, evidence, and the theories. So to start off, I will give a little overview for those who aren't familiar with the legend. The Devil's Footprints was an occurrence that dates all the way back to the 1800s, February of 1855 to be exact, around the ex-estuary in East and South Devon, England. After a massive snowstorm, trails of hoof-like marks appeared overnight in the snow, covering a total distance of some 40 to 100 miles. That'd be 60 to 100 kilometers. These were footprints, according to churchgoers, because they figured they were the leads of the devil himself as the tracks were hoof-like. I guess, really, what the fuck else you got to go on? Couldn't be a deer or a moose or some shit. Had to be Lucifer. But I guess if there were only two tracks side by side as a human would leave, well, we'll just hear this out. Theories have been made to explain the incident, and some aspects of its authenticity have also been questioned. So let's go back to February 1855, between the 8th and the 9th. After a massive snowfall, hoof-like leads appeared in the snow, which measured around 4 inches long, 3 inches across, and between 8 to 16 inches apart, and more so in a single file, were reported in multiple locations across Devon, and a few in Dorset. Over houses, haystacks, rivers, and many other obstacles, including high walls, this fucking thing traveled straight over top, no fucks given. It was thought to be between 60 and 160 kilometers it had traveled. May 26, 1855, copy of Bell's Life in Sydney published its miscellaneous extracts column, a weekly dispatch, dated February 18th, and I quote, It appears on Thursday night there was a very heavy snowfall in the neighborhood of Exeter and the south of Devon. On the following morning, the inhabitants of the above towns were surprised at discovering the footmarks of some strange and mysterious animal endowed with a power of ubiquity. As the footprints were seen in all kinds of unaccountable places, on the tops of houses, narrow walls, gardens, courtyards, enclosed by high walls, palings, as well in open fields. Like, this motherfucker went everywhere, right? The superstitious go so as far as to believe that the marks of Satan himself, and the great excitement has been produced among all classes, may be judged from the fact that the subject had been discounted from the pulpit. The impressions of the foot closely resembled that of a donkey's shoe. I didn't know fucking donkeys wore shoes, but hey, who am I to judge? And measured from an inch and a half to, in some instances, two and a half inches across. Here and there it appeared as if cloven, but in the generality of the steps, the shoe was continuous, and from the snow in the center remaining entire, merely showing the outer crest of the foot. It must have been concave. Alright, now the area in which the prints appeared extended from Exmouth up to Topsham and across the X estuary and to Wallach and the Tingemouth RH bus in an article published in Notes and Queries during 1890, sorry, and I quote, stated from the footprints also appeared further afield as far as south as Tonts and Torquay, and there were other reports of the prints as far away as Weymouth, Dorset and even Lincolnshire. As for the evidence 
as this shit really wasn't a whole lot. The only found documents were found after the publication in a 1950 article in the transactions of the Devonshire Association asking for further information about the event. This resulted in the discovery of a collection of papers belonging to Reverend H.T. Ellicombe, the vicar of Slith St. George during the 1850s. These papers included letters addressed from his friends among the Reverend G.M. Musgrove, the vicar of Withcombe, Ray Lee. The draft of a letter to the Illustrated London News marked not for publication and several apparent tracings of the footprints. Through the years, the noted researcher, Mike Dash, collected all the available primary and secondary source material into a paper entitled The Devil's Hoof Marks. So far, this sounds like a bunch of bullshit, but let's keep going. Now, many explanations have been made for the incident. Some researchers are skeptical that the tracks really extended for more than 100 miles, arguing that no one would have been able to follow the entire course in a single day. Well, if you're walking, more than 100 miles is pretty fucking far in the winter back in the day, right? So another reason for skepticism, as Joe Nickel indicates, is the eyewitness descriptions of the footprints varied from person to person. I'd imagine so, like, still, to this day, shit's like the game telephone. Everything changes from person to person, you know? I'm not lying, I don't know. In his 14 Studies article, Mike Dash concluded that there was no one source for the hoof marks, quote, Some of the tracks were probably hoaxes. Some were made by donkeys and ponies, and some by wood mice. Now, I don't know what the fuck a wood mouse is, but if they can leave tracks like that, then yeah, that's fucked up, right? He admitted, though, that these cannot explain all the reported marks and the mystery remains. Now, the theories, these are kind of fucking weird, but starting off with the balloon theory being that, quote, an experimental balloon released by mistake from the Devonport dockyard had left the mysterious tracks by trailing two shackles on the end of its mooring ropes. His source was a local man, Major Carter, whose grandfather had worked at the Davenport at the time. Carter claimed that the incident had been quieted, quieted because the balloon also wrecked a number of conservatories, greenhouses, and windows before finally descending to earth in Honiton. Maybe the last part I could see, you know, if shit goes south, sometimes it's better to keep your fucking mouth shut. Ain't no one got time to take further out for that shit. Next, we got hopping mice. Mike Dash suggested that at least some of the prints, including some of those found on rooftops, could have been made by hopping rodents such as wood mice. The print left behind after a mouse leaves resembles that of a cloven animal due to the motions of its limbs when it jumps. Dash stated that the theory of the Devon prints were made by rodents was originally proposed as long ago as March 1855 in the Illustrated London News. Okay, now this one's a bit fucked up. A kangaroo. Really? A kangaroo that hops onto rooftops? (laughs) What the fuck? Never heard of that shit. But in a letter to the Illustrated London News during 1855, Reverend G.M. Musgrave wrote, In the course of a few days, report was circulated that a couple of kangaroos escaped from a private manor. It seems, though, that nobody knew when the kangaroos had escaped or how they could have crossed the ex-eastery. And Musgrave himself said that he intended the story to distract his parishioners' concerns about a visit from the devil. And I quote, 
I found a very apt opportunity to mention the name of Kangaroo in an allusion to the report then current. I certainly did not pin my faith to that version of the mystery, but the state of the public mind or the villagers dreading to go out after sunset, under the conviction that this was the devil's work, rendered it very desirable that a turn should be given to such a degraded and vitated notion, and I was thankful for a kangaroo. Last but not least, <clears throat> they got badgers. A fucking badger. During July 1855, Richard Owen started the theory that the footprints were from a badger, arguing the animal was the only plantigrade quadruped that we have on the island, and it leaves a footprint larger than the would be supposed from its size. The number of footprints he suggested was indicative of the activity of several animals because it is improbable that one badger only should have been awake and hungry and added that an animal was a stealthy prowler and most active and enduring in search of food. A fucking badger, man. Like animals. I don't know about this, but I'm guessing it was a hoax or maybe it was actually the devil himself. No evidence of attacks or anything out of the ordinary besides these crazy footprints in the snow. What do you guys think? Anyone with ideas, let me know. Maybe Lucifer was there. Maybe he was drunk and spawned to the wrong fucking location and decided to go for a drunken stumble in the snow. Who knows? I've been there before. Anyway, guys, thanks for hanging out, everyone. I'll catch you on episode two. Peace! Thank you.